come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> uh, welcome back, adventurous cinema goers, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet radio luminaries, including the likes of... This is Brent. Tom hates movies. <laughs> Sean. Travis. I'm glad we've gone to luminaries. We've gone from superstars to luminaries. <laughs> We're doing pretty good. I like how Tom kept with his uh, his theme song. There, <laughs> there you go. Uh, so yeah, every week on this podcast we watch a movie chosen round robin by one of the guys in the group. We watch it. We talk about it. For you, you can find out all, or you can find all of our past episodes Saturday Night Freak Show. Dot blogspot.com. You can get a hold of us at uh, our email address, Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podbay FM, TuneIn Radio, and probably other places by now. Uh, tonight's movie was brought to us by Travis. Travis, what did you have us watch? We watched Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, one of my favorite comedies of all time, Brain. starring the uh, Kids in the Hall. Uh, uh, Dave Foley, uh, Bruce McCullough, Bruce McCullough, Mark McKinney, Kevin McDonald, those four guys, and starring in lots and Scott lots of Thompson. roles. Yes. Yeah, Scott Thompson. Yes. yes. All right, so help me out if uh, I don't know who the hell Kids in the Hall are, because I like it, the title of the film. It was it's a, Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy. It's not Brain Candy. Kids in the Hall Kids is the a Hall sketch comedy candy. troupe Canadian. that uh, Lauren Michaels, the guy that did Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't say he got them together or anything like that, but he produced their series, uh, their their sketch comedy series, and then later I guess produced this movie. Yep. I mean, is this I like? Imagine. I mean, what I what, I'm, what I've always wondered is like, cause so it, Lauren Michaels was SCTV, then he came. Was in. he? No, I don't think he was. I'm not sure. Hmm. Was he Canadian? Hey. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he was. Oh, well, Kids in the Hall is definitely Canadian. Yeah, Kids in the Hall is definitely. I don't think. I think. I think. I mean, I think that's why Lauren Hall's got into the Canadian sketch comedy business because SCTV had their thing. Lauren Michaels. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, like I said, I don't know the history or nothing. Hmm. Which I guess. So this was help. like a later day. Uh, this was '94. Well, it seems to me that I mean, after with uh, such success with uh, Saturday Night Live, he was you know branching out and producing more and more. Like even today or you know recently, he's produced like Thirty Rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. Different sitcoms. He like produces that. Uh, the uh, you know those the, the movies based on. Saturday <laughs> well, he produces Night the Live movies based on those. Wayne's he produces uh, the uh, I think Late Night. Uh, Late Night oh, with Jimmy yeah. Fallon. He produces that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And this film specifically has a character that is modeled after Lauren Michaels. Like, yeah, like yeah. Every, yeah, the yeah. Don character. That's why he sounded like Doctor right Evil. After. And yeah, yeah, he does turn yeah, into a Bond does. villain at the end because, of the movie. Well, I mean, because that's why Mike Myers is. Doc, that's why his impression of Doctor Evil is everybody's doing Lauren Michaels impressions. <laughs> right. They worked with him for so long. They're doing the yes. Um, <laughs> if you've ever heard a podcast with one of the members of SNL, like they all have. 
Lauren Michaels impersonations. That they do. <laughs> He's been around longer. No, no, no. no. They, he He's just has just like distinct. a very distinct like sense of humor, like a like a specific way of talking. And I don't know what you think you're doing down there on Second Street. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the character in this movie, you know. I yeah, mean, he, that's Lauren Michaels yeah. right there. People, are we gonna get a bigger fucking desk in here? Well, the whole, uh, the, down that fucking tree the, the very first joke where he's like, uh, "Didn't we say good morning yesterday?" <laughs> yeah, no, like little yeah. weird jokes like that that I guess would catch you off guard. I guess if you meet him for the first time, right? That is his personality, then, huh? Yeah, yeah I so, mean, like, sometimes when he shows up on Saturday Night Live, he'll he'll show, do stuff like that because a lot of times he's on Saturday Night Live. Like, usually behind the scenes, like scolding somebody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this uh, movie is about a drug called Gleminex. It is a antidepressant. Like I don't know. It's kind of funny because it's like uh, it, it's a really funny movie. But the more and more I watch it, I can see the kind of the social commentaries in it. I think comedy is just like horror and sci-fi or one of the only genres where you can actually make social commentary and it doesn't need to, like, bring the movie down. They're not, like, drilling it in your head, but it's there. You know, they're making jokes at it. But, uh, so it's about a drug that gets, uh, you know, a company is doing poorly. Some pharmaceutical company is doing poorly, so they they want it, they need to, like, cut their, their research budget. So... Uh, Dr. Chris Cooper, played by uh, that's uh, that's Kevin McDonald. Kevin McDonald, yeah, Kevin McDonald. Which Chris Cooper's also the name of the editor in those movies. Yes, was he? Yeah, the name him after him specifically. Yeah. yeah. So he kind of like he, he tells the board that the drug is ready, just so they won't get uh, their drug or their. Yeah, their team their, won't get their budget yeah. won't from get the cut. budget. And and luckily, they didn't have any baby flippers. The board, yeah. the board uh, that runs this company isn't happy because they haven't been uh, producing drugs. Apparently, since so. stummies, <laughs> since stummies was their last success. And apparently, they, they would expect like a new drug introduced for every holiday. Yeah, there's like there, we don't have a Christmas drug, we don't have a birthday drug, we don't have an yeah. International Women's Day drug. <laughs> so they're gonna clean house and. Everybody's freaking out, you know. The corporate comes down and is just axing people left and right in this in the labs where the scientists are doing research on these drugs. It's a drug that gives worms to your ex girlfriends. Ex girlfriends. They just don't get it. Here. Don't get it here. People don't get it. They just don't get it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's you, you see you see each like head of the de- each department or you know each research team go up and there's this whole team of you know, corporate people, <laughs> the, yeah, the, board. the suits, the the board, and they're just like, tell us about your drug. Well, it's just like stummies. <laughs> it's, it's exactly, exactly like stummies. stummies. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a bigger. bigger pill. <laughs> they got this giant-ass table with all these bowls full of stummies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, one day where you mention it, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, leans over and, <laughs> and yeah. puts one in their mouth. Mm, yes. That settles it. <laughs> I like how, how eager they are to please this guy. Like, I mean, uh, like the first shot you get of Dave Foley... Like, one of the many characters, you know, everybody plays fucking, like, eight people in this movie. So, uh, Dave Foley plays, uh, the assistant to Don, the, uh, what's that? Marv. Marv, Marv, the assistant to Don. Well, he's, uh, on a walkie-talkie, and he's got, uh, 
binoculars looking at the helicopter that the CEO guy is coming in and uh, he notices uh, that his uh, socks are red and he calls down to the guy, red socks, red socks. <laughs> and they got to change the carpet to the whole floor and like I think that, that's yeah. a really cool idea. Let's work together, people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they change it from like the blue rolled out carpet to the red. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't change the... Uh, oh, the, the folders, folders and everything? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was waiting for too because those were blue as yeah. well. I'm like, they're yeah, going to yeah. change the folders. Yep. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> Disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they they fast track this this drug uh, that uh, that locks onto people's uh, happiest memory, and they get frozen. Which you get to see. <laughs> you get to see everybody's so happiest dad memory died. as they take the drug, which is fantastic. But yeah, what Sean's talking about. Sorry, we're like you know, time. kids hate old people. It's one of the. It's I mean, it's going to be. I mean, this movie is definitely structured. I mean, in sketches. This is. It's all. I mean. This is like one sketch that just connects, 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 connects. I mean, they got different characters. Even if you only see the character for three seconds, you know, they'll have a character just for a joke. Yeah, and it will, like, move on. Right. When it first came up, I thought, because uh, I'd never seen this movie before, um, that that was going to be the whole movie. I, like, I was, I didn't know. What, uh, the, like, yeah. the opening bit? Yeah, right, because when they're just going random. From, right, where they're just randomly going from different characters. Different <laughs> yeah. characters I'm like, oh, is this going to be the whole movie? Yeah, Are they going to have an actual storyline? I was, too. I'm like, this is gonna I don't know if I can do that. But, no, then they get into, the like, the main story of the whole movie. Yeah, there actually is a plot. See, and I was just waiting for them to get back to each one of those setups because they were so great. Like, one of the ones you see is these kids watching TV in their living room and the camera goes up stairs like this one shot continuous shot to their dad on like <laughs> in his bedroom in his bedroom naked watching watching gay porn and then they cut back <laughs> what's your dad doing he's upstairs watching gay porn, That's really gay porn. <laughs> yeah. again. again I can't even get through it, it oh, was, honey. it's hilarious I was taking a shower uh, I was upstairs it's just taking a shower right yeah my ga- my favorite is the uh, the goth club. I love the goth club. <laughs> where uh, who, what's the name of the the, the metal artist Grevo or something like that? Something like that. Like Revo. Revo. It was something Revo. like that. Where he's just too depressed to come on all the time. <laughs> like walk up to the mic and be like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> but I like how I mean I don't know I mean shit it's gonna be like I mean it's gonna take us forever if we like think of like every little like. <laughs> I mean, every little, like, joke oh, involved. Yeah. Every joke we think oh, was funny. It's, it's chock full. Well, take that long for the three jokes you thought were funny? <laughs> well, now, but Tom, you said that you were a fan of the Kids in the Hall, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, okay. Wait, so how long, okay, this All TV right. show, how so long I, was I, it on? I, I, guess, I guess I gotta, I mean, I, I gotta, like, I'll come out and do a disclosure right now. Like, I hated this movie, and... We'll get into why I hated this movie, but um, I was a fan of Kids in the Hall. Um, the show. The show. And this and aired on like American TV at some point, right? Yeah. Cause I well, it, seeing, like, it, it, aired on, it aired on Comedy Central because like. But it wasn't on NBC like after Saturday Night Live. No, or something? it was only no. on I saw Central. some of it. And I, that's why I'm like trying to. Because like I know I. Um, I don't know. Like, like when I was original. SCTV does kind of come in sometimes. In certain when channels. I was I in like high school, like my parents finally got cable, so like it was like shit. You know, like I would always watch like Kids in the Hall, and. You know, I, I thought they were funny. Like, I'm crushing my head. Yeah, yeah, that guy. And, like, their sketch comedy was pretty funny. And so, I mean, they, I think I watched that for a couple of years. 
Then I know they came out with a movie called Brain Candy. And I went, and I rented Brain Candy. Thinking it'd be kind of all funny. And I watched it, and I remember, like, when I watched it, I'm like, this movie is, like, not funny, and it's boring. Well, what's the and difference between the sketches that they did? I'm just curious, because... Attention I mean, span. What? Attention span. Of the... Yeah, but, I mean, this joke. movie... Maybe. Is, that was a joke. I, well, yeah, but this movie is made of, like, almost... I mean, there is, like, a running narrative, but it's like they just kind of go off and do, like, hey, you know, you know... We're matching the guy's socks and rolling out the red carpet, and you're like, what the fuck is this? It's, that is, it, it's, it's sketched by itself. Then we're on to the next thing. Sure. So it is yeah. still like I, don't know, I, mean, I, I guess of, it was like what's at the that difference moment. Between what they did in the show. It was at that moment that I realized, I'm yeah. like, I just don't think Kids in the Hall is funny. And I stopped watching him from that moment on. Fucking chicken lady like, is funny. Like, I'm a chicken lady. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. But I mean, like, it's just like weird stuff. And and I remember, like, like Kids in the Hall was always weird because it was like, even when I was like in high school, it was like, it was like, do I like? Is this funny? Because it's like, there's a lot of gay stuff, like a lot of gay stuff. And there's a lot of Scott. What's his name? I tell you what. Scott Johnson's gay. It's funny if you're laughing at it. I mean, and then there's a lot of cross-dressing stuff, like a sickly amount of cross-dressing. That is like that's just like, but that's sketch comedy. Like there's five guys in the troupe. That's what they do in their sketch. I mean, everybody from Monty Python, SNL, everybody does the. The cross-dressing to so, play I mean, women. It's, it's I was like, actually surprised there were real women in this movie. It's like there <laughs> was uh, right. a few. So I, I just, I don't know, I mean, I just... So, like, I had forgotten about this movie, and, like, but, I, like, always in the back of my mind, there's, like, always there's, like, the this one movie mind. called Brain Candy, which I can't remember, <laughs> but I know, like, there's a feeling of, like, utter hatred, you know? Like, there's, like, this just, like, this movie, and then there's uh, John Leguizamo's The Pest. Like, I can't remember anything about it, and, but and I know Chilorama. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> well, Chilorama, I can, like, remember. And, like, there's... But, <laughs> this is important, though, because, like, the very theme of this movie specifically is remembering your happiest memory, and this movie for you is, like, your most unhappiest memory. Like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah, that's- it, like, it, it, like, this moment, like, this movie, like, if I think about this movie... This movie, I'm like filled with a sense of just like utter bummed out. This it movie like took away me, your kid in balloons. It fills me with like, <laughs> oh man, it's just like, oh, maybe it's it was like, like an environmental thing. It could have been like an environment. Like, oh, so man, you're saying that retroactively, this movie's so powerful that it it, it bums it, me out. Yeah, but it, it actually bums. it crushed your your love of the kids in the hall. TV it did. Show. It did. I'm glad we <laughs> got that out of the way. It actually this did. Is a f- Funny, funny movie. Like it, it, it did. It, yeah. it crushed my love of Kids in the Hall. I stopped watching them, and that—that's it. Like that's how much. At the time, I disliked this movie. Have never watched Kids in the Hall since. Have never watched this movie since until today. Man, you're really bumming us out. So, man. like, it was like a soul-crushing experience. I mean, I think the same thing was like. I don't know. It was. It was the same thing. Like, like I used to watch a lot of Monty Python too. And then, like, the Holy Grail's phenomenal. Life of Brian's phenomenal. Meaning of life is phenomenal. But, like, meaning of life bums me the fuck out. You're crazy. What? <laughs> Every sperm is sacred? 
<laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. It's a song they sing in the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the kids in the school. Yeah. Uh, is it meaning of life? And then there's. There's one that I didn't so you like. don't like sketch comedy. That's what I'm getting out of this whole thing. Is well, no, you I, don't I, like sketch I like comedy. sketch comedy. You like Saturday Night Live. I like Saturday Night Live. Have you watched it recently? He can't. He's here. <laughs> How can yeah. he watch oh, it? Oh, 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 good point. I mean, you know, <laughs> sketch comedy is kind of like hit or miss. Like I used to really like it back when I was like in high school, but. Uh, well, sketch comedy movies have to be even more difficult. They're, 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 really, they're to, really difficult. I mean, especially since you're taking a troupe of comedians who, I'm going to guess even when this movie was new, was not really... Not like, popular at all. Not super popular. I mean, there's still like a... I would say 94 well, would probably be almost the height of their popularity. I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean... That's why they got a movie. Yeah. What, what, I mean, did they, what did they do after this? Because after this, like, Scott Foley, like, well, left. This, well, David Foley did... Or Dave did, Foley. Uh, Scott yeah, Foley. he huh? did, David what, Foley. News Radio? Yeah, yeah he went to News Radio. You know. That glorious, yeah, like, glorious like, show. I like him on that, the News Radio is amazing. Like, if you haven't... Anybody here hasn't seen News Radio. I, I mean, my news God. Radio news Radio is fantastic. So, yeah. And then he was in uh, Monster Mash. Is that what it's called? That one with the fighting? It was just recently done? Okay. Yeah, and he was in Kids in the Hall, and he was brilliant. <laughs> hey, Joe? There, or, I'm sorry, Brain Candy. He was, <laughs> he was brilliant. There's, like, scenes where Dave Foley is in this elevator. He's like, all right, I'll leave you two alone. And he gets in the elevator and takes it up. <laughs> but as he's leaving, it's like an exposed, you know, lift-type elevator. And as it's going up, like, he's watching them. Until it's out, completely out of sight, so he's like crouching down in the elevator, just you know, making sure, keeping game. an eye on on this conversation. Which all the is way. which is funny because I, I mean I just read because Travis, uh, well I just read before that Dave Foley only did this movie because he was contractually obligated to do it. Like he had a lot of problems with the script and and like a falling out with the rest of the group. So I mean he had a bigger part in the original what was going to be before this. So his part was shortened down so a little this bit. Was, he quit soon after, but. This was after the Kids in the Hall phenomenon. This is getting yeah. the band back yeah, together well, again to do this a movie. Is the, yeah, this is like Brain Candy. Pretty much was like after the show was over, they went back and did a movie. Well, no wonder you never watched the show again. It was over. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Not a knock on them at all. <laughs> what no, the fuck it's... is Monster Mash? Now you got me <laughs> stuck in my head. There's something I saw a trailer for where there's a bunch of like monsters, like two years. Yeah, it's and been they out for fight. A while. It's like Frankenstein versus Wolfman, and like Dave Foley and some other dude are like the not referees, but they're the announcers. It may not be called Monster Mash. It is. It's called Monster Mash. It's called Mo- either that or called Monster Bash. It might be Monster Bash. <laughs> it might be Monster Bash. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. And I think he was in a movie called Suck, which was okay. <laughs> <laughs> suck did not suck. It was a vampire movie about a rock No, band. yeah, I don't believe. Alice it. Cooper was in it. Oh, I mean, wow. Well, Dave Foley's yeah. been in. in he's a been lot some of stuff. stuff. He did. He's, he's actually like arguably like he's he's a funny guy in his own right. In this movie, yeah, he does small parts in a lot of stuff. Um, I don't think I've ever seen any of the other guys sunny. in anything. I have seen Help some of the other guys. I, uh, what the, I can't. It's smaller. I've seen I Brendan Fraser. Stu- well, yeah, it's smaller stuff. He's I can't remember anything big with them in it. Kevin. What is it, Kevin Mc... Kevin's been in Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Kevin McDonald. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in Seinfeld. He was in an episode of Seinfeld, I know, for sure. I don't know what else. <laughs> That's Again, it's just small stuff that I remember. Yeah. I remember these people, these actors. Sure, yeah. Like, vividly. They, they pop up, yeah, all the And time. I haven't seen a lot of kids in the hall, so I know I've seen them plenty of other places, but I can't, like, I can't place them. Right. It's weird. That's true. Mm. Mm. 
I like the uh, Christmas tri- tie-in there, Travis. Right. <laughs> what was it? What was it again? Her happiest memory. Oh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> that was it. And so it was kind of sort of a Christmas movie. Okay, yeah. so Kids in the Hall ran from 1988 to 1994. There's 111 episodes. I made this movie. So 88. Mm. That was it. I think I saw one of them. There was somebody crushing somebody's head in. Wow. That stuck That's... with me. I remembered it. I will bet you just saw the infomercial for the DVD release of Kids in the Hall. And yeah, because I'm that really was sure. featured prominently, I'm betting that's all you saw. I'm just going to guess. That's my familiarity with Kids in the Hall. <laughs> and I know I had seen this movie before, but apparently sponged it from my brain because nothing like came back at all from the like. Eh. I mean, I kind of remember the rock star dude. Right, but there's a it. lot in this movie to like. It's hard to like peg it down. Like it's, I think it's got good rewatchability because there's so much you can go back and you know rewatch. There's so many different like random characters packed into this thing that you forget yeah. half of them by the time you're done. Like they're funny when they're on, but then you know it's so quick they go away. Like you forget it was even in there. Right. But yeah. I mean, there's jokes within the jokes as it's going on, and it's it's little subtle things about it that really like. I just I even like you know like the whole. The whole like uh, they're gonna kiss, and it's two guys, you know, obviously, because one guy's playing a girl and the other guy's a dude, and like they're like, oh, will they? Are they gonna kiss? No, they're gonna save it for later. But then like they cut to the next day, and the the female character who's played by a guy, um, Alice, Alice is she's she's all planted up like they slept together that night, you know. <laughs> We and, almost kissed. Yeah, and then later on, it comes out that they only almost kissed. And it was like we saw everything. We're up. Right, like that. Yeah, stuff. she was just like a generic movie girl. Like you know, they they stumble over. They're too embarrassed of themselves to uh, to actually get anything out. Yeah, which I mean, if you watch uh, modern day big action Hollywood movies, not big action Hollywood movies, but big Hollywood movies, I feel like that's how they write like females. <laughs> like you know where. They really don't say anything worth saying, you know, to the character. They're just there to supply the uh, the romantic lead. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's debatable, but that's, yeah, obviously, that comes up a lot in Hollywood. Um, this, this movie is interesting also because it is a lot of different groups of characters, but, like, the main character that you stick with is Chris Cooper, the inventor of a drug to make people happy and they treat his lifestyle like a rock star you know like that's something that you really have never seen before early on he's not too sure about wanting to take on this this new newfound fame but then like real quick he gets into it well, you know okay this is why i think like going on multiple viewings of this movie is worth it because as i was saying about how comedies is one of the genres that can get away with having some social commentary you know, I, when I look at this movie, you know, the things I really, that really stand out to me is the idea that, you know, the the company just just pushing for more profit, you know, passes, you know, passes this or they they at least like kind of come down on their scientists. So so a scared scientist passes it just kind of wanting to make sure he can keep his job and and uh you know, so the drug gets passed, and it's not a big deal. But then, when you have that gay character who's talking to uh, the therapist character, who's also played by Dave Foley, uh, 
And the guy's just like, I don't know why these guys keep on thinking I'm gay, you know. I'm not one of them, whatever. And the guy's like, well, clearly you are gay. You're just in denial. And he's like, don't give me your mumbo-jumbo, Doc. You know, just like whatever. And the guy's like, you know what? I'm not going to give you my mumbo-jumbo. I'm just going to give you this drug. You know, so, I mean, and that's like, to me, I'm like, I mean, that is the way it goes, right? The people are either too ignorant to listen to the doctors or the doctors are too impatient to deal with the patient so they just write off these prescription drugs on people you know to get rid of the problem until you have this like epidemic of people on this drug and you know you get to the point where uh the company wants to make it non-prescription they got uh, Gleamanex for your pets and the thing you were saying about Chris Cooper getting treated like a rock star I think what they're talking about with that is how doctors I mean they it's not like pharmaceutical companies just make they don't just make drugs and you know they hope it were you know they specifically uh, you know give doctors like take doctors to like weekends and events and sure, push yeah. the drug and they'll even like doctors get kickbacks for for pushing the drug so you that know it showed they're selling the drug yeah the yeah. yeah instead of instead of like instead of selling a drug or instead of using a drug responsibly like when it's needed they get used to just kind of like pushing the drug because they know they're going to get a kickback and thus they get to drive the nice car they get to have all these things that all these big fancy doctor guys get to have you know right like even when chris cooper comes clean and says you know we didn't really test this drug to the height that we should have and now people are going into comas the 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 uh, lauren michaels character don don he you know he is he has an answer for that yeah uh, come with me chris Uh, (laughs) Chris, yeah can you spare five minutes and that's how companies do right companies think well how do i spin this and I, I mean that's another important conversation in this movie. I swear to God, it's like for a fucking stupid comedy movie. It's like to me this movie like really I mean rings true with a problem I think we have now more than anything. But uh, how uh, uh, Don is talking to Doctor Chris about how uh, how with any drug you have what you call acceptable losses and it's only like five percent and. And, you know, so the company's just going to spin it in this positive way that, like, hey, you know, your family will get $10,000 and, like, you're, you know, they'll get set up in this, like, comatoria or whatever, this, like, living facility. And, like, so no matter what, trying to put a positive spin on any sort of a... And, again, the way we see that is all through this big payoff because early on in the film we meet this lady that's depressed, this older lady, and... We find out, you know, we can Oh, I feel like God's rubbing my tummy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you see her happiest memory, it's kind of sad because even her happiest memory is is like tragic. I love that. It's her, it's her, her son coming over with his happy family, comes in for Christmas. He's like, hey, it is hectic. I mean, that's like, that's like one of the little comedy things we were talking about. I mean, just imagine like filming that little piece where it's like, Boom, they're going to come in, 
and like the kids are gonna go that way. You know, your focus is here until they like you go to the kids like opening their presents, throwing the shit on the ground. <laughs> go <laughs> all back one, to the yeah. all one shot, by the way. Right, oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah just yeah. all yeah. one shot. Just I mean, but they're like you know, the sketch yeah. comedy guys are trained to do all that stuff. Right, just yeah, get it out yeah. in one blow and go on with it. And it stayed fully nice. Dave Foley comes oh, in. that was lovely. lovely. Takes a drink. <laughs> your dad's dead. Hey, yeah. <laughs> your dad's oh, dead. Oh, Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Oh, well. yeah. I think, like, I mean, that lady specifically, if anybody wants to say, like, these comedian actors can't, like, really act, I think that lady, I mean, that, she's a, that's a good character. He's got, like, f- like, like, facial movements and everything for that, for this little it's old lady. Done very well. Yeah. It's done very well. That's her happiest well. memory. <laughs> that was nice. I mean, like, it's horrible, you know? I mean, this is just awful. This is Christmas Day. And the family comes by. Dad takes a drink. Kids rip open the presents, trash the house. And then, hey, honey. Oh, we got to go. Do you have mom's go. gift? Oh, here you go. Oh, I wonder what it is. It's harmonica. It's a harmonica. Oh. <laughs> and out they go. Oh, that was lovely. But yeah, so I mean that then that that does pay off, like you were saying, Travis. Where when they open the comatoriums, and it's that that lady again with her her son and her yeah, son. it's the shitty family that's the willing to family. do the false uh, advertising for the company. You know, that's going to help them push this like alternative market. It's basically it's like creating an alternative market to a problem you've created, right? right. I mean, it's yeah, exactly. I mean that's. Oh, man, this movie's deep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deep. It's it's so corporate heavy. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's I, yeah, I didn't read it that way. Really? No? Well, no, because I mean, you're going to see a. a you well, know, yeah, that's true. Comedy, well, so like I said, those you... are the important parts, and all this other stuff is just kind of like, well, you know, it's like you know what's fucked up, you know, pharmacies and everybody getting you know medicated. So that's where it starts, and it's like they just come up with scenarios, and it's basically. You know, so I mean, that's just your what do you call it? It's like the clothesline that you've got, like all that the comedy bits. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I don't think they were going in there to give that message specifically, but Maybe it not is specifically. Like, but I think, like, yeah, you know, it's fucked up. But I mean, that this say, happens. You know, it's it's like, well, I guess that's why. It. I guess I'm saying it's, it doesn't feel like. I mean, this is just you know, you know, I just don't think that it's deep. I think it's like that's like surface, and then like what they're really, you know, concentrating on is trying to, you know, make you laugh. Well, that's for sure, but that's why, I mean, that's why any, you know, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, it's not there, it's not telling you about communism, but it's there. Yeah, it's there. You know, it's there. Yeah. So then the question is, are the comedy bits funny or not? (laughs) Well, yeah, like, like, I mean, like, when it comes to sketch comedy, it's all like, A, are the bits funny, but it's, are the actors playing the bits funny? Because it's like, you know, you see some skits... Uh, especially like on SNL, and if it's delivered by you know like certain people, it's like hilarious. But if it's delivered by like other yeah, people, yeah, it's just kind of like, like hanging out there. Like you're right, you're ready. Where's the laughter? And know. sometimes in this movie, the only reason I knew something was funny is because you guys laughed at it. I was sitting there going like, oh, that was that was that was the joke. Oh. Well, oh, maybe you didn't was, see it. That was the joke. Maybe you just didn't see it. <clears throat> yeah, like, I, I'm I, telling I, you, this movie really, was not for yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, I'm just not the audience. I was like struggling to stay awake. This was like, I'm like, oh god, I can't. I mean, like, I really had, I think, as bad a reaction as Tom did. I'm just like sitting here going, like, 
what did I, I'm trying to process it. <laughs> I'm like, I think I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> oh, no. You know, it was just like. When, when did you get your comedy lobotomy? I'm just. Yeah, I don't Comedy lobotomy. It's not a comedy don't, lobotomy. It's like, oh. I don't find them funny. That's true. Yeah, but that's, a, that's a taste thing. You know, I mean, obviously you guys did think it was funny. So, so you know, it's. 30 it's, Allens agree. It's funny out there to, to somebody, but I'm just sitting there going, that's like, God, damn, that was like one of the worst, like, movies I've ever seen. That's bullshit. <laughs> No, it was. I mean, well, I guess that's why it was like <laughs> it was a runaway movie where like everybody's like mugging for the camera, like, "Look, this is funny," and you're like, "That's uh, not funny." But we're just gonna keep doing it and keep doing it and go off and do all this crazy shit for like four hours. It felt like until like all of a sudden it's like, "Okay, now we're done, and now we're gonna leave. We're exiting. Bye bye." Leaving, you know, it's like get the fuck up. I get sad at the end of this movie. I think yeah. this movie can go. It can keep going. I can see what happens to everybody in this movie. All the characters? Yeah. All the characters. I want to see what happens to everybody. Like, I mean, I've seen some bad comedy movies, and, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I remember uh, Master of Disguise. <laughs> no. Yeah. Dana Carvey? Yeah. Turtle, That's funnier turtle. than this. No. What? Yeah. That's not. Like, this, I do I, think I liked it more than Tom, though. I thought there were at least three funny parts. In. But do you think that? I mean, I, I feel I like this movie. Gone. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I remember going. Like, <laughs> the Brandon Fraser uh, line was funny. That wasn't funny. Uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> there was a scene with the cops that I kind of thought was kind of funny. The, cops the fucking toast. Oh, yeah, the toast. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, the toast. <laughs> the toast was funny. <laughs> the toast was funny. Well, okay, wait, so we should tell that joke. What was the fucking I can't even remember what it was. Uh, uh, hey, were you watching that thing? You watching the, the thing in the news? Oh, about the, the, the uh, masturbating with toast? Uh, the toast fucking? Toast fucking, yeah. Toast, toast fucking? Toast fucking, yeah, where either you fuck toast or you get fucked by toast or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it was a dream I had. Oh, maybe it was a dream I had. Oh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Like, that was a funny joke. Yeah, those oh, two guys, that was good time. That whole thing, funny. oh, man. The, the, the callback call to all the like, gay dudes <laughs> running out of the lab. Yeah, like, oh it was a callback to the joke. Like, that's oh, that, that's that funny. Was a joke, but it was uh, like, okay. That's so that's, funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I mean, we can't sit here and talk about every joke that yeah, was funny because right, right. I mean, it's just this fucking movie's funny. We, it's either it's we on can your... talk about the jokes there, but <laughs> yeah. so right? Cute. Yeah, you have a list. It's either it's on your wavelength or or it isn't. I guess. I mean, that's just so. That's like that's that's comedy. Comedy. It's either like you either think it's funny, like I, me personally, like, 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 um, not Adam Sandler stuff, but anything by you like, can say Will, Adam Sandler. No, no, stuff Will Ferrell that. stuff. Like I find Will <laughs> Ferrell, like his brand of comedy, I find it fucking hilarious. He's very funny. Like, yeah, that and some people are like, oh, I hate that stuff. Really, so it's glory, funny. Well, yeah. I think that was the music. Semi pro. <laughs> Yeah. Semi pro was funny. Semi pro was fucking haven't funny. Haven't seen either. So the I goddamn bear. Oh, the bear. I, I am on the team of. Look, I think Will Ferrell has so many stinkers. Like, like I think. Uh, I think Anchorman is really hilarious. But Anchorman man, well, obviously, yeah. Other than that, Talladega Nights is a stinker. Talladega Nights. Uh, Talladega Nights. Nah, no. That's like a fave. Stinker. Step Brothers is genius. It was pretty. It was alright. It was pretty funny. It's solid. Yeah. Will Ferrell is not. What was the? Uh, he's, Casa, got he's got a hit. Casa Padre. That was funny. I didn't Casa de, no, funny. oh, it was really good. Casa <laughs> Damien Padre is probably one of his best movies. Yeah. It really is. I need to check that. You out. should. Yeah, yeah, Everybody should. I mean, one hundred percent. You probably might not like it. One hundred percent Spanish. One hundred percent Spanish. You're gonna read it. Yep. It's not <laughs> but in English. Funny but it's probably like. Uh, but to me, that's one of the jokes. That's what makes it funny. It's like weird, like. 
Well, he's doing it in pace. Spanish. He does it 100% in Spanish. It's funny. <laughs> Off-paced humor. Um, I mean, the reason Will Ferrell like, went away is because a funnier version of Will Ferrell named Danny McBride came around that is like the better version of Will Ferrell. Like, the actually really yeah. hilarious version of Will Ferrell yeah, is agree. Danny McBride. I agree. I agree. I don't know if you can classify them as, like, the... I don't know if you can compare the two, but... You can. It's the same character. It's the character... <laughs> that is is over uh it's their uh it's like they're trying to make up for their own uh inadequacies yeah like they're not as good as they think they are so they try to they try to boast you know they they boast about who they are yeah they're the same character but uh, mcbride where mcbride knows it i think that like will ferrell's characters they Oblivious don't to it? yeah, yeah exactly yeah danny mcbride yeah. well because danny mcbride has like that humanistic like he can actually get down to that whole like oh my god i understand this even if he only understands it for like a little bit and then goes back to being the boastful idiot yeah at least like, he has that human moment in most of his movies or shows where right. will ferrell yeah will yeah. ferrell does stay completely uh uh like Brad will understand just enough to be dangerous, and then like blow it way out of proportion. Like specifically eastbound and down, that character is yeah, you know. I mean, he amazing. gets he grasps it, but not quite, and then he just goes off and. Well, because you always think he's gonna be a better person, and it's like, uh, no, yeah, he's no. a fucking idiot. No. You know, the guy <laughs> yeah. just can't get it. Like, <laughs> he's like uh, I think Jason Sudeikis is, is like fucking funny, and pretty much almost everything that he's been in. Yeah, I just saw him Sudeikis in movies, is good. a movie called. But, I mean, buddy. like, oh, was that good? It was pretty good. It's not that w- funny, though. No? Where'd you see it? supposed to be. You can't listen to Colin about what's funnier. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. That's true. It's that's more true. of a serial I... drama. No, right. Where'd you, where'd you see it? All those uh, guys, video? though, are... Oh, good. Especially in this country, they're more mainstream than Kids in the Hall because you're dealing with first, you're dealing with a Canadian-style humor, which is different. And it's, it's more of a... Outside the box humor. I mean, it's, yeah, I think it is. It's out there more than like it's looking well, yeah, at what the characters like are SCTV doing, like looking at their faces. Totally than, yeah, yeah, but like, why? Well, like, what, what Travis is saying. What are you? What are you saying? Like, how? I mean, I know that like British humor is well, different than I don't, American humor. I don't, Canadian humor is different. See, I don't think I, to me. I never saw like a difference in people's humor. You know, I saw Monty Python. Like, that's hilarious, just because. You know, yeah, it's outside the box thinking, like you said. It's it's kind of outside the box. You're, you know, you're just throwing weird, wacky things at the audience. I think all sketch comedy kind of really falls into that. You know, Wayne's World, the whole bit, right? Right. For me, I, I get the biggest laughs when I don't see it coming at all, and maybe that's everybody. I don't know. But yeah. It's you know, and this movie, and like even like Adult Swim, like when I watch shows on there, it's just like off the wall. Like Steve Brule, that character, if you guys are familiar. Yeah, with Steve Brule is for your health. Or, or Tim and Eric, you know. I mean, like <laughs> it's just stuff that you're not expecting, and it's hilarious. And maybe you can't even explain it, but it's just so funny. But does know? it ever? I mean, see, so this is you know a thing that I keep facing with it is like. You know, comedy is like one of those things that walks this like you know tightrope between. It either you know you're, you tell your joke and it either works or it's fucking stupid. You know, and that's a really fine line that maybe you know. I mean, but that's what's so fascinating because to one person it can be hilarious yeah. and to the next person it can be fucking like, stupid. Did right? you see I mean, like, movie forty three? No. Yes, no. dude. Watched the first sketch and turned it off. It was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous because it was just Hugh, it was just Hugh Jackman it. with a pair of balls on his chin. <laughs> yeah. That was the joke. He's yeah. That was it. I mean, that was it. That was like the outside of the box thinking. He's got balls on his chin. I, I would I, I would watch a sketch with Hugh Jackman with balls on his chin. It was. I mean, you never expect to see that. But did I don't you, know. You tell me. You tell me if Monty Python wrote 
a sketch about a guy with balls on his chin. It would at least have something. It would at least have some comedic meat. Did you All like this the rest was of that balls movie? on his skin. What's that? Did well, you like the well, rest of the movie? The I did. I fucking turned it off. Did you really? I did. I was just like, this is the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> oh, I've no. ever seen in my life. It really was. It was so dumb. Because that's a, like, because it's like sketch comedy. It's like, okay, these are the, okay, I mean, just the way you're talking about how either you land the joke or you don't land the joke. To me, this is the difference between Monty Python and a scary movie movie, you know? Where all those scary movies, they try to be like the airplane, like, Fairly Brother type movies. Yeah. But they're so lowbrow that all it is is like dickweed jokes. You know, oh, it's I like remember ah, airplane two. <laughs> airplane two wasn't made by the Zucker brothers, and it yeah, was like yeah, Zucker, the same not shit, fairly. But it was like awful, and I'm like, what happened? I don't you could either how the first one was hilarious, and that second one was like, oh my god, this is just fucking terrible, and they're doing the same kind of shit. That's what made it kind of. It like does. Amazing. It walks that like naked. The three naked gun movies and the two hot shot movies. They walk that same line where it's like this is fucking ridiculous comedy, mm-hmm. and man, it's either funny or it's not. You know, it's just thank but God they, a lot they of times pack it is. so much in there that they're like, right. you know, this one will hit, this one will fall, this yeah, one will hit. I mean, that's yeah. what they're doing. They're just like that is the they're, thing. they're throwing just pack it full, right? Edge, and yeah. some stuffs yeah. in the like, scenery. Some stuffs what they're saying. Right. Some of it's gonna be funny. Some of it's not. I mean, then you got like something like say, uh, like uh, like Tropic Thunder, you know, which is a comedy which is, is slower pace or something like that. Yeah, like well, I mean, I like like I mean like Tropic Thunder. That's or something Pineapple that's, Express. It's more plot or heavy. Ted or something like that. Yeah, I think I prefer those because even Anchorman felt more plot. Yeah, heavy, plot heavy. Where like, it was like this it's one? about it. Really? What, what? See, I would Brain say candy? Anchorman still has like a. I think well, maybe my again, maybe I'm not remembering. The, I remember like the story of Anchorman, and I remember yeah, like I mean, you know a funny plot, shit happening happening along the way. Like Tropic Thunder was like, here's the goofy story that we're telling, and like you know, yeah, they yeah, because, like, weird hijinks. Like happening. I mean, like like a, a plot heavy movie, like in a in a typical. I mean, and here's kind of what's different about this this movie, Brain Candy. In most movies, like you have like. In most comedies, you got like the, it starts, then the character comes to like has like that rise, then he, he reaches that point of success. There's like a, usually a montage, then there's that Chris downfall. Cooper. You know, there's a there's a downfall moment. Where yeah, they, I thought this Chris movie Cooper. had all that, it had yeah, all of lowest, it. It was just moment, joking with it. Then they redeem themselves, and then it comes back and that, usually overcomes the everything obstacles. you just said happened in this. Movie. That, yeah, you just explained the plot of this movie. That, for, that Chris Cooper, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, I think just happened. In the he movie. was living like a rock star until uh, the girlfriend came and said the mouse was in a coma. Yeah, he that's that's his lowest point when he is standing there. I mean, he had just had this great night with these two girls. He has this threesome, and then his would-be girlfriend comes to the door and says that the mouse. That they were testing the drug on is stuck in this happiness coma. Stuck in the happy memory, and that, I think that's his point. I mean, it's not like blatantly obvious. It's not as obvious as some films, and it's it doesn't go as low as some films because it is, you know, essentially a sketch comedy. Yeah, it movie, is a sketch but. comedy. It's not really trying to be a movie. I mean, it's a. But I think that all those. I think it does hit all those plot points. I think so too. Along the Did way, you guys ever see? At some point after the after Frasier went off the air. Kelsey Grammer had a, like, what do you want to do next, Kelsey? I want to do a sketch comedy show. Because sketch comedy apparently was big in, like, England or something at this time. So he had, for, I don't even know if it lasted, like, two episodes (laughs) on Fox Network. I saw the first episode, and I'm like, 
This is the worst thing what I've ever seen. What was it called? Seen. Oh, man, I it can't sounds remember. Sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, because he was in a couple of them, and the girl from uh, Chloe from 24 was in a couple of them, but it was like he had gathered a troop of people, and he was like, we're going to try doing Well, Chloe from 24, she was on, in Mr. Uh, Show with Bob Odenkirk and Dave Cross. That was like one of the best sketch comedy shows ever made. Well, this yeah. one was not... Uh, that's why it was so weird when she was on 24. I'm like, what the hell? What? You know, <laughs> that chick's hilarious. Why is she in this serious role? Is she on Always Sunny? Is that the Gail the Snail? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's who we're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gail the Snail. Gail the Snail. <laughs> Dude, I gotta say the best joke in this movie. I just had to bring it up because I've seen this movie, like, I mean, hundreds of times. And, I mean, this joke just, like, escapes me. But man, when I came back, it cracked me up when he's talking about how, how you know, you can't let the world tell you know say like you can't like, or or, or I'm sorry, well he was trying to say that you you can't be happy all the time or else you know you you know you can't like look in the mirror and say you know oh I you know I don't like how I look in this sewer. I don't look good in this yellow hat. And then, like, that chick in the yellow hat comes in the frame. <laughs> yeah, the timing's perfect. Oh, my God, that timing was perfect, man. I lost it. And she was like, oh. And then there's that second <laughs> shot, second angle, where she's still, like, kind of yeah, messing she's still, like, like, touching like, oh. it, like, self-conscious about it. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that that was, was I like that one, too. That one came out. <laughs> And, uh, like, oh. you know, I mean, that speech that he gives is the overall theme of this movie where, or I guess the message to this film is that you can't, uh, the only way to truly be happy is to be okay with being unhappy sometimes. Like, you have to understand that your life is not going to be perfect. There's going to be times when, you know, you're sad or things don't go your way and you have to get past that and you have to deal with that and that's a pretty cool message, right? That's a powerful That's a message. Cool message. I want to say that Legend also had that, where you can't have light without darkness. Legend yes. also. I am dark. What do we hear? A little boy. <laughs> the night is always darkest before the dawn. The night is always <laughs> dark. He's not being a hero. <laughs> like, a character so I, I want to talk about is uh, the marketing character <laughs> of this. I love the marketing character. Like, that's what I say. It's like, I, I think sketch comedy people, I think they do think a little bit about the story they're telling and the characters they're portraying because it's like, like yeah, they're not making the biggest social commentary, but I think they are mentioning who these people are, the role they play in our society. Yeah, because they're lampooning them, basically. Yeah, they're lampooning them. Yeah, yeah, and, and I love this marketing guy where yeah, he's this like rock star, you know, in this world of the stiffs. You know, he's everybody's cracking up at every little stupid joke he says, and uh, like he's just like a really mean guy. Like nothing nice about this guy whatsoever. He just. Walks around talking shit about people. You don't look like a plate of croissants. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how they acted too. They're like, <laughs> like it was like the best joke in the world. <laughs> but I like how when when he goes when uh, Cooper uh, Chris Cooper's like, uh, Cheryl, my uh, coffee. Uh, it's a little Luke. She's like, oh, it's cold. He goes, no, Luke Skywalker, you fucking moron. And everybody's laughing. But he's not laughing until he looks at the other people. Then he has, like, this kind of, like, really radish, like, kind of trying to, like, laugh with people. Because, like, he wasn't joking. He's just a fucking asshole. (laughs) You know? (laughs) He was just being a mean person that everybody laughs you know, they feed into his him being a a, a mean guy yeah. by egging him on. You know, it's like, man, it's like there's a lot to this movie. You just have to look it's, at these characters and watch it. 
Multiple viewings. It's subtle. Yeah, like he comes up with the name for Gleemanex because he, uh, this bird <laughs> runs in. the bird off. This bird runs into his windshield. He's like, well, I was cleaning the gleam of the guts from the bird off. I, it came to me. <laughs> Gleemanex. But then there's also like when they're in the boardroom, like early on, you see pictures of stummies. Yeah. Like the posters all on the walls. And then later on, it changes to Gleemanex. Yeah. And it's like, dunk. Dunk it. Gleam Dunk it the ass. drug. Dunk, Dunk the, drug. the drug. Yeah. And just like everything, you know. I mean, I think that this, I'm not going to go as far as to say like it's, you know, like a layered movie, but it isn't jokes. It's it's the jokes of this film are both visual and what they say and everything. Yeah, it's all. It's What was I saying about that guy, though? Oh, okay, yeah, the Gleamanex and, with the bird. And then later on, he's at like this. Uh, it was at the, the, uh, the opening to. Something, yeah. But there, it's like the it was like a, during it, a montage. It was, yeah, it was it's a red, something. It's a red it's carpet bird. event of some sort. Yeah, a red carpet event. <laughs> At this time, like the height of uh, Chris Cooper's stardom, you know, and he's getting into a limo and he's like, "All right, Chris, let's go." And this bird like runs right into his eye and takes him out. <laughs> it's like something hit my eye. <laughs> it's, 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 bird. Such a, it's such the randomest joke. Yeah, but see, yeah. that's exactly. It's so fucking random. They're like, okay, yeah, it was set up here. It was set up. Okay, so a bird flew into his face. I just don't understand. I just don't get the fucking joke. Like at just the all. idea it's that the the bird hit random, his like, car, and then it, so like birds are like diving after this guy for yeah. some reason. Who knows why? That was kind of a funny joke. <laughs> That's kind of funny. For some reason, birds are swooping this dude. I mean, there yeah. are there's jokes that have like a purpose, and sometimes there's just jokes. Like, would it be funny if the bird just hit him in the fucking eye? Oh, like, this movie would be funny if you were stoned out of your mind. This when you movie watched. was funny when oh, you were stoned out of your mind. all the time. That, that doesn't. You don't have to. That's actually <laughs> yes, it would how be. How I originally saw it and why I don't remember it. Goddamn. It does enhance it, but <laughs> I think a lot of films would be funny if you're stoned out. Of yeah, but mind. I mean, it's, but Street, having, were you hitting the ready whip when you saw this kind movie? Of just having a uh, you know where, where it is like these kind of isolated joke like randomness. It's like it's funny in the moment, and then you're supposed to forget about it because we've moved on to the next thing. That's like now we're doing some other kind of wacky shit. But then they reintroduce it, like okay, at the party where they introduce Cancer Boy. (laughs) I love Cancer. cancer. My marrow's low. (laughs) Cancer Boy. He's Cancer like, Boy was. In oh, the, are you? The, how long have you been show. on the drug? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm not on the drug. My parents are. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hope. For There's me. no hope for Ow. me. Ow! Oh, my oh, marrow is low. That's okay. My marrow is just low. And, and then, then later the at the music videos, they got the song uh, whist- whistling. Yeah, whistle. Uh, what, what was the name of the song? Oh, I it was. It was for like best country. Folk. It was no, no, rap, hip hop, or folk art. Folk art. Hip hop or folk art. That's that's a funny joke. Because, <laughs> no, no, but they brought cancer boy back. See, Colin, it's funny because rap and hip hop have nothing to do with folk, and they <laughs> put them in the same category, right. and they don't go together. That's not funny. It's just random. It's not funny. But I don't know. I think randomness. Pancakes. Randomness can yes. be funny. No, I just shot it. But that's what. You should be laughing. Check this out. Look at. Look at. Hold on. Look at the character. Look at Steve Carroll's character in. Not for the reasons. Look at. Look at Steve Carell's character in Anchorman. That's why he's funny, because just randomness. He just it's shouts true. out yeah, complete yeah. shit. Yeah, inappropriate yeah. stuff. Or just it. whatever. I, I, I'm, 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 you know, whatever. It's like, I it's kind of goofy. I love carpet. 
You'll I love carpet. Pants. You're uh, just <laughs> looking at things and saying you love them. Brick, are you just seeing So things? sometimes I think randomness is funny. And I think that's what a majority of our comedy is based off of, is that sort of randomness. Look at, like, Family Guy. Well, it's because you're trying to take people off, off guard. Yeah, off guard. You know? You're that's supposed not, to... So that's how comedy and scares, I guess, in horror movies, that's how they both work. Mm. you got to sneak up on them and... Whoosh. Sneak up on them. Yeah, and just some people get more joy from comedy, and some people get more joy from horror. You know? I find Quentin I like Tarantino more joy from comedy, films to be hilarious. They, they, I don't know why that is. Like they Quentin are. Tarantino they're, movies are funny as fuck. They're very funny, but it's it's a darker comedy. I think that you're. Yeah, liking, but he also like, like brings in stuff where you're like, I just didn't see this like evolving into this, you know, situation. Like, well, this is all. I mean, he leads you into these things, and it's like. Oh my god, this is brilliant how it's all come together and it's fucking hilarious and all this shit's going on. I think it's just funny because the the dialogue. It's just funny dialogue. Yeah, but... He just knows funny dialogue. Like Kevin Smith, they just know funny... They know how to word things in a way and they know who their actors are that they know it's going to be funny. Like, Like, you give Samuel Jackson's lines to anybody else, might not even be funny. Give them to Samuel Jackson and you're rolling just because he's got an attitude behind what he's saying... And it's the added, you get a, a taste of the character more than just what they're saying. Well, that's why I think the, guy, the random guy from Anchorman's funny, because like, you get like how insecure and completely oblivious yeah. he is. So he says this stuff, it's almost expected that he's going to say something inappropriate or just fucking lunatic. And what he comes off with is like, you know, that's what pushes it to the, that level of like, you know. Absurdity, or you know, uh, yeah, yeah, or it becomes yeah. funny. It's actually landing the joke, like you said, yeah. Whereas sometimes, if you're just like fucking throwing shit at the fucking wall, you know, and like, yeah, maybe that's funny. So, yeah. this just popped into my head, but what do you guys think about like Jim Carrey as far as his comedic oh god, style? I fucking hated Ace Ventura when everybody was like, Ace Ventura is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I watched that thing and like, this is just a man acting stupid, like, fucking like a retard. I, for, I, I know, too, like did not like Ace Ventura Pivot. Yeah. I liked it, but not but I, clearly I, as much as the entire world. Right. I like yeah. I, I like thing. Jim Carrey, don't get me wrong, but I really liked him on, like... Number two. Um, yeah, in Living Color. In Living in Color. In Living Color, yeah. yeah. And but maybe it so, wasn't Jim Carrey that I didn't like, or it was just other people's impressions of him that I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. The, just like, like... Like the writers? Just like Austin Powers. That's like It's uh, like... Austin Powers is probably pretty funny, but so many fucking people have, like, ran around, like, doing their own impressions of it. It's like, I'm just done with the guy. I'm just done with the character. Well, that influenced, like, even the way I saw the second one, because I really liked the first one. I thought that was hilarious. And then you see the second one, and it's like, by then it seems like, well, you you already did a parody of this, and now it's like a parody of your own stuff. Yeah, but the second one was funnier than the first one. See, I didn't think so. Yeah, I I mean, it was like... I think it went downhill. I, I think, think the all the Austin Powers. One, see, the way you felt about the third one is like the way the second one and the third one hit me. Is like, this Dude, is, this is there's, the first there's one the joke one. in Austin Powers Part One. That's it. Out of the whole series, one funny joke when the goddamn steam oh, yeah. rollers no. go, no, get out of the way, and he goes to that long <laughs> shot. That's, funny. That's the only funny joke out of what three, four <laughs> movies. 
But see, this is what comedy does. I mean, like, everybody... What Brings we, families at odds. <laughs> like, <laughs> are we a family? The freak we show family? Turkey we did. Yeah, we are family. Some people that's show up sweet. for things like that. Yeah. yeah I was just getting a fucking <laughs> pie. <laughs> I ate some of that pie. I'm going to eat some of that pie. You just yeah, wait. Fucking... See, there's, but there's that's a the thing. for comedy right like, there. Nobody... <laughs> I, I don't know if it's ingrained in us as humans <laughs> or what, but, like, the, like see, it's we, we can watch... Watch. Enjoy that. We can, <laughs> I think that we can watch. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> comedy gold. <laughs> it's like a comedy grenade. <laughs> 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 throw it. I don't know if. Do we need to explain <laughs> this? No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> I missed it. I'm here. Man. That's, see, I guess that's what I'm talking about. Like, I'm right next to Tom right now. He's losing his shit. And I don't even know what's going on. Like, I think that, like, people are, like, the reason that why we are arguing about this and, you know, so up in arms about it is the fact that, like, comedy is one of those things that, like, like music or, you know, like art or maybe, I don't know, what, what, what else? It's very it's subjective. It's, it's, subjective. Yeah, but to the point where, like, like it's so subjective that Tom can find something completely hilarious. Yeah, some people, uh, yeah. And, me, uh, wait, that's so and I can sit here and be like, "What the hell is he that's laughing funny. at?" Yeah. <laughs> this instance, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was a comedy grenade. It was it took a it took a while to go off. It wasn't even good. No. no. All right. So, so wrap it up. <laughs> wrap up. Uh, brain can- kids in the hall, brain candy. Wrap that up. I guess that's me because yep. I'm on sitting next to Travis. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I pretty much. That's it. I came to my wrap up about halfway through the podcast. I'm like sitting here going, like, man, I feel bad that I'm like not able to enjoy in this revelry. But uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, very like forced uh, comedy that you know didn't land any of its jokes. Went on forever. We've had unappealing characters, unappealing performance. I mean, it was just like ah, I just I wanted you know my 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 time back, so I, I won't say anything more. Just yeah, I actually uh, want to say the unappealing. Happen. We were actually outside talking about how amazing it is that you can watch one character in a fucking wig turn around and talk to himself in another wig, and you and forget, they sold it. They right. sold it. Yeah, they sold those different characters. Let's go. All right. God well. damn it. <laughs> That's me, and this uh, this is going to be a little bit better than, or a little bit more fair weather. Um, I've always been somebody that uh, enjoys off the wall comedy. I, you know, for me, the crazier, the more outlandish, the better. Um, and it, like, I'll, I'm I'm willing to laugh. I'm a cheap date for a comedy movie because like I'm there ready to laugh. You know, I, right? <laughs> I, like, yeah, let's go. Let's start laughing. I'm giggling by the opening credits. So uh, when when things, especially when different comedy situations, like I said this earlier, but when when they hit me by surprise, it just makes it that much better. And watching a movie about a drug about making you happy um, is it's ironic because this movie, I think, laughter can be a sort of aphrodisiac a drug where you know like when I'll think back at certain scenes from my favorite comedies I will feel happy and laugh and feel better you know and it's like 
it's these little moments of bliss that you have. And because I like that so much, like I think I've opened my mind to to as many situations as like like I can watch any variety of comedies and the chances are I'm going to laugh at it. Um I don't think I go into this, and I'm not saying that anybody else does this, but I, I, I think I go into this with a completely open mind, maybe so much that it can't fail. You know, I mean, <laughs> like, like it's not going to fail. I'm, I, I'm like a, the parent, you know, at the recital. I'm like, look, he's up on stage, he's doing it. <laughs> you know, like it's, this is great. You know, <laughs> but, but he sounds awful. No, he's doing it. He's doing no, it. No, no, he's up it's there. It's hilarious. Look, awesome. Look at that. I can't believe it. Yeah. So what, I mean, just all right. What are some examples of comedy movies that you do not like? Jeez, that's a it's a tough question. I don't know that there are comedies that I don't like. Um, I, I, a haunted house. <laughs> well, okay. He's haunted mansion. I don't. Yeah. So anything else that's haunted. Beverly Hills Cop 3 Sorry I don't like it When I get there There's one funny part In Beverly Hills Cop 3 I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I like I like parts Of Beverly Hills Cop 3 Um, But what I I guess Well yeah Okay so sequels maybe I don't like it When I get the feeling That The reason why They're trying to be funny Is to get my money You know Like the first one worked and then they'll just bring in, you know, maybe they'll get the same actor, maybe not the same director, maybe not the same writers, maybe not even the same actor, but they'll they'll try and recreate that lightning in a bottle, and it doesn't work sometimes. It doesn't work twice. And comedies, you know, I mean, comedy like we all have seen, we're like, you know, divided in the sand with this movie. There's people that will love something and people that will hate something. So um, I don't know. I guess to answer your question, Tom, it would be something that if I felt like I was being manipulated into a comedic situation that I didn't find was funny, then I would be like, that's bullshit. You know, I, I don't I don't agree with that and I don't find it funny. But, I mean, there's so much. Like, I'm not going to seek that stuff out. And I, I'm probably going to seek stuff that's more ridiculous more, you know, adult swim type humor stuff that I, you know, I have found over the years that I like that kind of caters to my audience. Um, you know, I'm not going to go see Medea's this or that because <laughs> 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 that's not my audience, you know. I mean, hey, man, Medea's like the Medea stuff, when she, if she's in it, she's pretty funny. I'll watch, you know, I'll watch The Clumps. I like that stuff, but I think I'm not going to get into Medea, but... Uh, I can't believe you got into The Clumps. <laughs> I, I, I like yeah, the... Yeah, I can I dig The Clumps. I dig it. Um, That's a conversation for another time. I, I think that... I think this movie... I was surprised that it does have... Not, it has a story, you know? I mean, I was like... The rest of you, I was expect. I hadn't seen it, and I was expecting a sketch comedy. You know, more like more along the lines of movie forty three. Was it forty three? Yeah. yeah. But this is more like it, it is a narrative, and it has it has a story that I think will keep your attention when you're not laughing. It'll it'll you know like it does exactly what it's supposed to do. I don't think it's bigger than it's supposed to be. I don't think it 
it's trying to be. I think it's just right. Now, I'm not like a huge connoisseur of Kids in the Hall. I, I'm not real familiar with it. So I can't say if it's in that vein. But I have to imagine it is because, I mean, these are the, this is the sketch comedy troupe that's making this movie. And I I enjoyed it a lot. I think I th- I think it was really funny. I there was moments where I was pleasantly surprised and laughing out loud. So I would recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, I hated this movie. All right, going on to the show. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this movie provides a sense of uh, utter bumness to me. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. Well, I, I, obviously, I've explained why I don't like this movie. So let's explain there, how you don't like this. Movie. <laughs> I mean, unlike Colin, like where it said, like it felt like it was like uh, three hours long. Like it didn't feel like it was an eternity. It was just, it was there. It was just not funny. It was just I'm watching this slightly unfunny movie, <laughs> and okay, whatever. Did you sleep at all? <laughs> no. I How mean, much were you on your phone during like, the movie? Not much. Not much. Not much. I can attest to that. I didn't see him on his phone too much. Have you heard a joke before? I, I just, <laughs> sometimes I would look over and be like, is he sleeping over there? I'm not sure. I, try, I tried to nod off. I was fairly unsuccessful. You guys get that too? too? So. Okay. I'm I have to admit, there's been a few movies where I've been like, I can shut my eyes for a few of these scenes. <laughs> like, um, you know, but, uh, like, I mean, yeah, I, I, just, I didn't like it, but I, when, I mean, when I was younger, I did like Kids in the Hall. So, like, like if I was to recommend, like, I don't recommend this movie. Like, stay away from this movie. But I do recommend you... You, you, if if you are a fan of comedy, probably seek out some of the kids in the hall stuff, because the, their sketch comedy bits, their actual sketch comedy show, and their sketch comedy bits, there are some classics like Chicken Lady and I'm Crushing Your Head Guy, and and that stuff is really funny and probably worth seeking out. And you know, and if you really really like that stuff. Then, you know, maybe check out Brain Candy. I yeah. don't recommend. I don't recommend it. I, I like that killed my love for Kids in the Hall. So I don't recommend. I, I, I recommend it's checking dead. out Kids in the Hall. Just not this movie. It it, it just did not do it for me. I just don't understand how like Chicken Lady and Crushing Your Head guy has like to me that seems like the same vein as this movie. <laughs> Like I don't, you know. I mean, you have you have to I, give. I guess me... I just didn't get. I didn't get the same jokes that I got from the show in this movie. It was just, yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. E- even even back when I, I like watched it the first time, you know. Yeah. And did you see this at the theater or? Did you... No, I, I like rented it or something. Okay. Apparently, nobody saw it in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's no brain candy. <laughs> yeah. No, and there are no kids in the hall after this either. So I mean, well, they're still around, but they're not kids yeah. in the hall. No, they did a tour a few years yeah. ago. I know they do tours. Yeah. So no, don't check this out. <laughs> and we're crushed. 
Um, uh, as we all know, comedy is a very subjective thing. Um, but uh, I personally uh, found this movie very funny. Um, I've seen some of Kids in the Hall. Um, uh, not a lot. But I do know these uh, these actors and these characters. And I thought this movie was very funny. Um, I think this movie is sold on the performances. Like Travis was saying, like you can see... One actor talking to, I mean, it cuts away to the same actor, uh, you know, in a different wig and different makeup. And it's it's sold for me. I think this whole movie is sold in the performances of the actors. Um, uh, I thought it was very funny. I definitely recommend it. Um, it's definitely something I would like to rewatch, which is a big thing for me. Um, Did you check out just the, just the kids in the hall? Oh, I'm sure, it'd be, I'm sure it'd be funny, but I don't think it would ruin... No. I don't think one would ruin the other no, for me. Like, no, for me. Uh, yeah, I found this very humorous. Um, I think you'd get more on checking out the comedy yeah. sketches. But, maybe. maybe. Um, but I think, I, I like comedy like this. I think a lot of comedy nowadays is more based in probably shock value. Um, the, the comedy I find nowadays, or at least the more popular ones, are quote-unquote, I would say, dirtier or a little more blue than the stuff you find back in the day. Like, a lot more cursing, a lot more... Um, Just mean-spirited. It, it, well, mean-spirited, a lot more sort of X-rated situations, which I don't... It's not funny to me. You know, it's it's. A, I think it's a cheap way at comedy. I don't think um, a movie like this is... It's not a cheap way at comedy. Like I said, I think the performances are good. Um, there's a lot happening in the foreground and the background, which I appreciate. Um, definitely, uh, yeah, definitely re- recommend it and definitely seek it out. Well, I will definitely recommend it because I chose it. Uh, this is the type of movie, I mean... They're not mutually exclusive. You can, you know, choose it and just, like, like fucking hate it. You know, I wasn't even going to, like, we pick this that. movie, but, uh, you know, because I, I watched this movie a few weeks ago, but, like, I, I, I could be at work and I'll just think about these jokes in this movie and I'll be at... I would just be cracking up at my machine by myself, you know, just because it's like, man, these jokes just hit me. Oh, my God, the joke where, uh, you know, there's the long conference table and, uh, you know, uh, the boss guy goes, look, are we going to get the big table in here or do I got to go out and cut the fucking tree down myself? I mean, obviously, it's a huge-ass table. I mean, shit like that will just have me rolling. You know, the guy's song, the, my, when, my, when I was a little boy, my mother sang me a song. It goes like this. Life is short, life is shit, and soon it will be over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. That just—it's always like hard for me to describe how much I like this movie. I mean, there's some things about the plot I don't like. I think uh, when you get towards the end, I think it does wrap up a little quicker than it should. Because I mean, I like how it gives you like it kind of hangs. You know, I've always liked that idea of that. Some say he well, some say he joined a Kiss cover band and he rocks like three nights a week at a chicken wing, yeah, yeah chicken, a chicken wing, wing bar yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but then some say, and I hope this is true, that he is somewhere still working on a. You know, I like how it ends, but uh, I think they did kind of rush the movie uh, just because it is a comedy. I don't think they wanted it to be. But I think the story, it could have let it be at least another, like, 20 minutes long to get, like, the investigation of the, of the you know, because, I mean, right, as soon as he finds out that people are going comatose, you know, the dude's got to answer for what the comatose thing is, you know. 
And that's the end of your movie right there, really. As soon as he realizes he has to do something about it, the company tries to end it, and, like, the movie tries to end too quickly. Like, so for as much of the sketches as you get, I think the the all-around narrative wraps up a little too shortly for me. But that's just because, like I said, it's a comedy. They want to, I, I guarantee this movie's probably, like, 98 minutes long, right? I mean, I guarantee it is. Probably, yeah. I bet. And, uh... So I could have, it could have, you know, used. I could have just used, uh, you know, made it longer. But uh, other than that, like, yeah, it just every joke hits with me. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a few rare jokes that I don't really like in this movie, just because they're either too simple or you know you remember it and that's it. But uh, other than that, I mean, this is just one of the comedy movies I can go back to again and again and again because. Like, if I'm sitting here by myself, you know, I'm cracking up, like, a minute before they even do the joke on the movie. Because I'm sitting there, remember, you know, I'm, like, thinking about what I'm watching, what's coming up, what's, you know. I'm laughing with the movie as if, you know, you know, I'm fucking writing it or something like that. Like, I don't know, this is just one of those comedies to me where you can get to know the characters so much that, unlike a horror movie or even some comedies where you get your jokes, you, you learn the scares... All right, cool. That's boring, you know, or not? It's not boring. You're just used to it. It's whatever. But then, and it's usually always these out of the box, like Cannibal the Musical and Wet Hot American Summer and this. It's like the jokes become more like staples, where you know they probably they could be like on a T-shirt if you know it had gotten more popular or something like that. You know, everything has like its chance at being something bigger, right? Like, uh, this has nothing to do with this, but it's just something that came to mind real quickly. There's that movie, The Heat, with Sandra Bullock and that Michelle McKay, is that her name? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. (laughs) Well, those two two girl characters in that movie, the two blondes, are getting their own movie. For some reason. For just some reason. They're like barely... Oh, yeah, the family? His sisters? No, the, 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 the two girls that her brothers are dating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about For that. For some reason, Fuck, they're getting a movie. Happen. I know. It's like, okay, it was kind of a funny part. Right, and that's what I'm talking about. But you about. never know when it's... As popular ones go. Like, any of these like sketch that. comedy... Well, I mean, look at, like, there's a fucking superstar movie. I never thought the, uh... What's her name? Sarah Catherine... Uh, Mary Catherine Gallagher. Yeah, I never thought that was that funny of a sketch. I didn't either. Movie you know, anyway. but fucking movie. Michaels... Production. Oh yeah, that's oh, a Saturday yeah, Night for Live. Sure. It's oh, the yeah. superstar, Definitely. you know that whole uh, what's Molly her Shannon, name? Molly yeah. Shannon. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but so you never know when when you, when a movie can come out of these little characters they create, you know. And this movie's just full of them, you know. <laughs> what should they? I mean, just full of them. But none of the Roxbury is pretty funny. That's one and of the only did, movies. Oh, that's one of the movies I actually just I walked out of the I theater. No, it was like, horrible. It's, it's no, it's it's bad. But I like. I feel your pain trip. But I think. And, like, the sketch comedy uh, aspects of this movie I've always dug. I even like it when they do it in drama movies. Like, if you watch, like, Radio Days and, and uh, oh, man, what's another one that kind of goes like, anyway. Just move. I like movies that don't need to just stick with this, like, it's today and it's the next day and now it's the morning after. You know, I like movies that can kind of jump around. And like I think this movie does a great job jump around, jump getting up, you to know lots of a lot of uh, feedback here. Hello, hello. Siblings, <laughs> Yeah. So whatever, I recommend it. Uh, my highest uh, 
recommendation. If you have a heart, you will like this movie. So that's Kids in the Hall Brain Candy. For those of you paying attention, that was Kelsey Grammer presents The Sketch Show. Ooh, wow. Uh, yeah, that doesn't ring a bell. Nope. Terrible. Uh, sorry, Kelsey. A billion dollars. Why does he need to? Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, we can see what he wants to do. Maybe I hear the blues are calling. Why did any of the actors yeah, do movie 43? Because, like, fuck, I never done anything like this before. I'm going to do it. Maybe I was a little bit confused. Movie 43 seems to be one of those things. It's like the Kentucky Fried That's John Landis, right? Yeah, but those are sketch comedy bits. Like, they are each their individual. They're not interconnected which I think that still works too where you have like Monty Python's meaning of life which is like you know it's connected on a theme right it's a theme right yeah and then you have like but but they easily break up the theme this is kind of I mean I don't know what I'm saying but it's just interesting to see those kind of yeah how you can hang all that shit together and make a movie out of it uh, next week's movie is Sean's picking it. He's going to show us something, which he has not all through dinner and tonight. Usually, somebody will give us a little hint of what the fuck we're watching. But it? Sean hasn't told us at all until this moment. What the fuck are we watching next week? I don't know. I see. I thought about it a lot. I'm like, my, my pick's going to no, 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 no. I know. We're at the part of the show. I know. Uh, I <laughs> thought about it a lot. We're going like, I got to put this on my Netflix queue. No, Netflix is sitting there like, you know what? It, the, the, what Sean says in the next couple seconds. Can determine our traffic flow for the next. <laughs> oh month. damn, we're pinning that on it. Or next week. I thought so. we're we're in the we're in the middle of December. We're in the heart of uh, of the the Christmas season. Well, what should I pick? Should I go with like such classics Whoa. as like Die Hard, or Whoa. should like maybe the like breath, Jingle shot. All the Bated Way? Like, Jingle All the Way. Man. Should I bring Schwarzenegger we're wrapping back? The show up. Should I do it? Oh no, I I think we're gonna do it. We're watching Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> Which nice. is currently experiencing a revitalization. It is in theaters, ladies and gentlemen. Fangoria Magazine has Silent Night, Deadly Night showing Naughty. possibly in a theater near you. We'll be taking a look at it next week. And so that's it for the Saturday Night Freak Show. Again, you can get a hold of a Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com and find all of our past episodes uh, on Saturday Night Freak Show.blogspot.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Pod Bay. Boom. Until next week. Smile. It's free. I have a new song. I wrote it in the park. Happiness and sunbeams and cute little puppy dogs. These are the things that I've seen with my heart. Life is a happy game if you don't forget to smile. But every now and then, your face, it harbors a frown. Sadness is a barnacle clinging to your bright boat. 
You won't let it sink your spirits if you'll only learn to float. We are all sea captains sailing on life's rough seas. Come on, you Magellans, come with me. I've got pie, happiness pie. Happy tailors, happy workers, happy farmers, happy girls, happy widowers, happy freelance artists, happy welders, happy world, happy drinkers, happy thinkers, happy musicians, happy beauticians, happy mares, happy pears, happy call girls, happy hula boys. 